0: Good morning and welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Brenna Thompson, registered and licensed dietitian. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and life-changing nutrition counseling. Every week we bring you information on how eating real food can change your life to be positive and more fun. Anything more fun than slipping through the snow this morning? Yeah. We made it here, though. (laughs) We did. No matter what or how you're going to be celebrating this time of year, those office parties and gatherings with friends and family tend to derail efforts to eat what we like to call the weight and wellness way. Sometimes, grandma's cookies are just too hard to resist. Then there's all those commercials for... M&Ms. <laughs> That's right. And kisses and peppermint lattes, which make us just want to order one more. For some of us, just that amount of sugar gets us off track and running right back to the candy jar.
2: That's right. Or the and cookie jar. Exactly. Yes. So this morning, we're going to give you, our listeners, tips and tricks to help you stay on track eating the weight and wellness
0: way through the holidays. Joining me this morning, you heard her, is Joanne Rideout, also a registered and licensed dietitian. Yes, good morning, Brenna. Good good to be here with you. I know, I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a while. So good to be here. You
2: know, eating the weight and wellness way is a really special way of eating. It was developed over many years through working with clients, reading books and journals, studying research, and finding solutions that work for our clients. It's not a low fat diet. It's not a low-carb diet. It's not a paleo diet. It's not fasting. It's not calories in and calories out. Thank goodness. Yes. You don't have to count calories, fat grams, or points. You eat real food. Isn't
0: that great? That's great. At Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we teach clients how to eat real food and how to stay ahead of their hunger to prevent cravings and binge eating. Some of you may be thinking, what do you mean by this? What does it mean to eat real foods in balance? That's right. Eating real foods in balance
2: means eating real protein like beef, chicken, or fish and put that together with plenty of real fats like butter, avocados, and olives and real carbohydrates like fruits and vegetables all together in a meal or snack. So it's eating all three of those protein, fats, and carbohydrates together every three to four hours. So, I like to call that the magic of three. Every three hours, eat these three foods protein, fat,
0: and a carb. It's the PFC. PFC. <laughs> not the KFC. <laughs> yeah. And this is a new way of eating. So, people may have to make a commitment to themselves to eat this way. It's scientific, it's powerful, and the results are amazing. Many clients have lost 20, 50, even a hundred pounds following this way of eating. They are never hungry, they have more energy, their bones are stronger, and they have less pain, and their digestion works. And on and on it's, and on it's and on, lots and on. Of good
2: successes. When people follow the weight and wellness meal plan, they not only lose weight, but they feel so much better. So many of these clients we see are perfectly happy with their size, but they just want to feel better. They don't want headaches. They don't want migraines, digestive
0: issues, heartburn. Exactly. Right. Joanne, let's give our listeners some real life success stories from people that we've worked with. And I want to start off with a great one. Through eating the Weight and Wellness Way, Jamie, who was a client of mine a couple years ago, she got rid of her asthma and was able to complete an Ironman triathlon. Wow. Yes. That's, wow is that's right. amazing. So she was able to swim 2.4 miles. Wow. Bike 112 miles. Wow. And then run 26.2 miles without an inhaler. Wow. Without... A rescue inhaler.
2: Right. And and I bet she's off her meds.
0: And she's off her meds. And that happened within, I think, two to three weeks.
2: That's fantastic. After she changed her eating. Right. And that's especially amazing because so often we see clients with asthma that are not able to compete in athletic events like that. Yes. So here's another powerful story. Madeline eliminated her crippling back pain and is now teaching classes for weight and wellness for Nutritional Weight and Wellness. She did this just by eating real food. She found medication didn't work. She struggled for 30 years. Chiropractic didn't work. The answer to alleviating her terrible
0: back pain was eating real food and no more sugary treats. And let me just say, anybody who gets Madeline for an educator in their classes is just in for a real treat. Absolutely. She I've is heard, so sweet. And I've heard she is so funny. Yes, she is. I just love it when she stops by the office. Very entertaining class. <laughs> now let me give you an example of myself. So growing up, I ate the low fat, low protein diet through my junior high, high school and college years mm-hmm. because that's what my mom had been taught, right? And that's what I was taught and lots of people eat, in my dietetics classes. Yep. And this set me up to have weak bones as a teenager. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I had five stress fractures. Yep. I've had two broken toes. Oh my God. A broken thumb. Wow. And a broken wrist. So I know what those feel like. Yeah. So weak bones, potentially osteoporosis.
2: Yes, it is. As an
0: adult. You know, I'm working hard to overcome more than 10 years of low fat eating by now eating the weight and wellness way.
2: That's great. Yeah. Great to hear that success story. And what's so exciting about working here is that so many of us from Nutritional Weight and Wellness, I'd say just about everybody, has this kind of a success story. So I'd like to share my story with you. Before coming to Nutritional Weight and Wellness, I ate low fat, too many processed carbs, just like Brenna was talking about. That's the way everybody ate. We thought that was healthy. I had terrible gut problems. I had a serious back problem that involved two back surgeries now, I eat good fat, lots of vegetables, healthy protein, no more gut problems. What a huge relief that is. And my back problems
0: are also gone, meaning I have no more pain. That I've had back pain before, and mm-hmm. that has, like, of all the broken bones and everything, the back pain is the worst. It is. It really is. It travels through your body. It does. <laughs> So if nutrition can change your back pain, exactly, why wouldn't you do it? Exactly. (laughs) And why does this simple yet scientific approach work so well? By combining real protein, real fats, and real carbohydrates all together, we keep our blood sugars balanced. Blood sugar balance is key. We talk about it every day. And it gives us our good energy, prevents cravings, supports good moods. So what might get you off track from eating in balance during the holidays? Think about that for a second. What gets you off track? Maybe it's the stress of shopping for presents and not stopping to eat your snack. Or perhaps it's when you visit your in-laws who have no idea what real food is Mm -hmm. because they think that pizza and macaroni and cheese are real food. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking, or maybe you're (laughs) thinking, wait, wait. Isn't pizza and macaroni and cheese a real food? Yep. No. (laughs) Not not, not for
2: us it isn't. Not for (laughs) us it isn't,
0: but I'm glad you asked. Pizza, a lot of processed carbs in that crust, topped with processed cheese oftentimes, and then meat that is full of chemical preservatives, MSG, nitrates. A lot of those give people digestive issues. Yep. Or for some people, is at the office facing the endless tray of cookies and treats at the office. You say to yourself, oh, not another cookie day. I'll just eat one. One can't hurt.
2: (laughs) Right. Right. That doesn't work. No. I I said to Brenna earlier when we were talking about the script, I'm so glad I work in an office with no cookies. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) Keeps me out of trouble every day. Yes, and no candy dish either because that keeps me out of trouble. Exactly. But you know, The next thing you know, you're back for five or
2: six more cookies. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It happens over the day. So there are so many events and so many goodies around. It's so easy to find ourselves getting derailed. Many of you may be thinking, that's right. So how do I eat to stay ahead of my hunger and prevent those cravings? And for many of our clients, that really does mean eating in balance every three to four hours. So think about this. What would happen if you tried this, especially over the next two weeks? Eating a protein along with a fat, a real carbohydrate, like a vegetable or fruit, every Mm -hmm. three to four hours. So can you see how magically your craving for fudge might disappear like melting snow? (laughs) That snow's not melting today. Not today. (laughs) Not today. But I've also tried, you know, taking something with me when I go to... Um, some a function like that and i've tried bringing the blueberry muffin recipe along i've also at at christmas time made that fudge recipe that Mm -hmm. it has it's a cup of coconut oil and a cup of real high quality dark chocolate chocolate
0: chips and you just melt those together yep i've done it on the
2: stove yep and then you put it in an ice cube tray or little candy molds or what
0: whatever you want to
2: do something festive and then
0: put it in the freezer It's an awesome treat. That's awesome. And then you just pop them out and you're good to go. And it's good for you. And we need to go to our first break here. Are you a fan of the show Mad Men? If you are, maybe you remember a scene where Betty Draper was on a diet and all she was eating was dry toast and grapefruit. (laughs) Maybe some of our listeners have been there. In one scene, she comes home late at night after, I believe it was a Christmas party. She rushes to the fridge and begins to squirt Ready Whip right out of the can and into her mouth. Can you picture this? (laughs) But then all of a sudden, she catches herself and she realizes what she's doing and she runs to the sink and spits it all out. She spits all of that down the sink. Have you had moments like that? Coming home so hungry and eating anything you can find only to feel guilty and regret your decision. If that sounds like you, stay tuned. When we come back from break, Joanne will give some dates and times for our upcoming Nutrition for Weight Loss class series. Let the Nutritional Weight and Wellness team teach you how to eat and balance. You don't have to feel hungry or have cravings while losing weight. Welcome back to Dishing Up
2: Nutrition. I'm Joanne Rideout, registered and licensed dietitian. If you've ever felt like Betty Draper from Mad Men trying to lose weight by starving yourself only to end up eating Ready Whip out of the can because you're starving? Then let me suggest signing up for the Nutrition for Weight Loss class series. This 12-week class series meets once each week for an hour. You also receive two one-hour consultations with a nutritionist. Classes start Saturday, January fourteenth, 2017. So to sign up online, visit our website, weightandwellness.com, or call the office at
0: 651-699-3438. And I think we have somebody who wants to ask a question or might have a story or something for us. I think so. Should we take the caller? Yeah, let's take the caller. Good morning. Good morning, Diane.
2: You have some good news to share?
1: Oh, hello. How are you ladies? Good. Good. Um, Well, I'm a longtime listener and... um, um, a client of of yours, and I just went to the um, see my doctor for an annual. I had all my blood work done and got the results back. They really, it really hadn't changed that much from um, a few years ago. But um, my H, let's see, my HDL was seventy seven. My total cholesterol was two forty. Triglycerides were like sixty seven, and I used the formula that uh, Tara Carper had gave me, and, um, you know, it turns out no risk, but um, I think my LDL was like 150, so they were a little concerned about that. Um, But anyway, what I wanted to share was um, the nurse said, well, the doctor recommends that you go on a Mediterranean diet, (laughs) and so... I was so excited that it wasn't a low fat diet. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Which yeah, I mean I just wanted to share that change is happening. Sure. Um it may be slow but um my brother had gone in a I don't know he had some high blood pressure a couple of years ago and the doctor told him to go on a low fat diet and I had to explain to him no that's not what you should do, you know. That's right. Um so I all my family is 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 listening and and getting a lot of, I pass information on to them. So I just wanted to share that with you. But also, um, I tried this warm chai tea latte smoothie um, with your whey protein and yum, was that ever good. It was um, organic hot brewed chai tea, half a can of coconut milk, two tablespoons almond butter a chunk of ginger grated. Yum. Um, that sounds great. Some maple syrup, some cinnamon, and a scoop of whey protein. So something that's not too bad for you, that tastes really good, much better than what you would get at Starbucks. That's a lot of healthy fats in there. I bet you felt super satisfied from that. Oh, my gosh. And it's, it tasted as good as any chai tea latte I've ever had. And I Wonderful. It. Well, thank you so much for calling this
0: morning, Diane. Yeah, thank you. Now, we need to get back to how we can help people get started on their happy holidays. And I believe that the place to start is with breakfast. Do you know what happens when you skip breakfast? Do you find yourself trying, un, you know, unable to avoid the bagels and the donuts once you get to work? Maybe you'll say, oh, I'll only have that donut today. But... Pretty soon, later that afternoon, you're still snooping around looking for more glazed donuts, or maybe the following day, you're still looking around for more leftover bagels. <laughs> That's right.
2: So, longtime listeners will know what we mean by a balanced breakfast, but new listeners might be thinking about those cereal ads. They call cereal the breast breakfast
0: of champions and maybe are talking about a bowl of high fiber cereal. Well, interestingly enough, people are starting to catch on to some of those false advertising claims because the sales of cereal companies are declining daily. Yes, they are. And thank goodness for wise people. I think we all know that sugar-frosted cereals are loaded with sugar. But did you know that the even so-called healthy cereals are also loaded with processed grains that turn into a lot of sugar? In fact, two cups of most cereal will turn into 12 to 20 teaspoons of sugar in your body. Now, you would never go and take your glass of milk to the pantry and scoop in 12 teaspoons of sugar into it. (laughs) But that's what we're doing when we eat a bowl of cereal. It's just sugar milk. Doesn't sound very good. No,
2: it really doesn't. I remember in my cereal days trying to find the highest fiber cereal only to... uh, still have a low blood sugar in the middle of the morning. Mm-hmm. So, But do you ever wonder how much protein do I need at each meal and snack? Or I need protein with my snack. Is that a new thought with you? Many of our clients feel better um, when they are able to avoid those cravings by eating four ounces of protein at every meal. So that means for breakfast they eat two eggs and two ounces of nitrate-free sausage for their protein. That makes you feel good. That makes you feel, you good. feel very full. Normally, sugars, it's, low blood sugars in the morning.
0: Right. Maybe it's not sausage, but maybe it's a couple slices of nitrate free bacon or right. leftover taco meat or exactly. chicken or ham. Now, in my house, I like to have maybe a little, um, oh, what do I usually do? Some turkey. I'll do like part of a turkey burger mm-hmm. or something with my eggs. Uh, And this year, Ryan and I even bought half of a side of a grass-fed steer. Cassie would get mad at me if I'd called it a cow, if she's (laughs) listening this morning. So (laughs) we always have good quality proteins on hand that we can have for breakfast. Now, to balance my protein, I enjoy having a slice of toasted Ezekiel bread that I like to smear with peanut butter, almond butter, Or lately I've kind of been getting into the cashew butter. That's really tasty. Mm -hmm. But Joanne, what would you have now that your back feels so much better since you have stopped eating grains? Right. And there are many gluten-free breads on the
2: market these days. But I just don't like them very much. They don't taste very good. um, So I rarely eat those things. They also contain more carbohydrates and sugar than their original gluten-containing counterparts. So sometimes it's better to find a new favorite than to try those gluten-free breads. In place of bread, I usually eat about a half a cup of hash browns cooked in butter. Or sometimes I make sweet potato wedges from the Weight and Wellness Cookbook. So those are great options.
0: I love doing a sweet potato. And then if you have your eggs kind Mm -hmm. of sunny side up put that over the sweet potatoes and break the yolk. It's so delicious. It is so good. And as nutritionists, we realize that for many people, it just doesn't quite feel like the holidays without their favorite cookie or piece of pie or even that special homemade dinner roll. But most of these people also know that eating their favorite treat might put them on a real slippery slope and that they could fall off their plan for weeks. That's true. And then the aches and pains return the low moods return,
2: the clothes become too tight and uncomfortable. A lot of people experience that every January. <laughs> so, so good to avoid it. So for people with a food sensitivity like celiac disease, they have to find new foods and try new recipes that keep them feeling good while celebrating the holidays. I do have a little story to share. On Thanksgiving, I met my um, nephew's new girlfriend and I was very excited to hear that she followed a gluten and dairy free diet like I do. So I brought, I came to Thanksgiving dinner with bringing a few extra things that she could eat and I could eat. And it worked out very, very well. Oh, that's fantastic. Definitely kept both of us on track.
0: Yes. I was trying to make some gluten free cornbread for my sister this year. And it took me three tries to get it right. <laughs> so I was glad I had followed my own advice and started days in advance. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, But you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and we are discussing how life changing eating the weight and wellness way can be for people. Now, I like it because it's simple, it's real food, and it's scientific. We call it the new science of eating and healthcare. We have been teaching this style of eating for over 20 years. It's not a fad diet, it is a well grounded plan to help people. Oh, that helps people. To support their brain health, reduce their aches and pains, build their bones, balance their hormones, and best of all, increase their memory and their energy. And did I mention that it also helps them lose weight? We have 12 certified and licensed nutritionists and dietitians on staff, plus 22 nutrition educators and about 30 support staff to answer your questions. What drives this company is simply that we all want to teach you this life-changing nutrition education. Then we want to help, then we want to step up and help you make the commitment to your own health. Now let me tell you, it's an inspiring place to work because daily we see the amazing results of our work. If you have questions about our program, please call 651-699-3438 and the ladies in the offices can help. So, have a great or Call that number for all of your help. (laughs) Welcome back to
2: Dishing Up Nutrition. We are so pleased to tell you that we started Dishing Up Nutrition on this 107.1 station 12 years ago. You believe it's been 12 years? We've prepared and presented over 600 shows, each one on how food affects your health. We started with just a handful of listeners. Now we have over 400,000 people downloading our podcasts each month and thousands of local listeners. We started out with Dar and her son, Corey, in a small office in St. Paul, and now we have seven educational and counseling centers. We have a great website with tons and tons of great information. We also have an active Facebook page and several online classes, including our Nutrition for Weight Loss series, which is now online.
0: Yes, and if people want to take the Nutrition for Weight Loss series online, because maybe they live out of state or out of country, they just have to go to our website, weightandwellness.com, and I believe you just click on the little classes icon, and it'll pop up for you. Good. So before we went to break, Joanne and I were kind of talking about how if you have a food sensitivity to help you stay on track during the holidays, you might just have to bring your own food Mm -hmm. to some of those parties. That's right. But maybe you don't have a food sensitivity, but do you have health goals that are not supported by eating too many sugary treats? I find eating the weight and wellness way is a form of self-care. I value my body and my brain enough to plan and cook meals to plan and prepare my snacks, to get to bed on time so that I can try and get (laughs) eight hours of sleep. I need a schedule. I really like having a schedule. Yes. My body really likes having a schedule. And I need to follow that schedule because I want to be a good example and a good counselor to my clients. That's right. So let's all think back to a
2: time when we didn't eat for many hours. How did you feel? Tired tired. Irritable, shaky, these are all signs of a low blood sugar. Skipping meals for many people is a lack of self-care. As women, we often care for everyone, but we forget to put ourselves on the list. I also find it entirely too easy to let the grandchildren come first when they're at my house. And when they're visiting, we all eat every three hours, And it improves their moods, too. Not quite so many
0: whiny days. Oh, that's good. That helps. (laughs) You know, if you skip breakfast or lunch before you go shopping or head to the airport, you might start to notice that it's harder to focus, you're more irritable, and you might snap at the kids or your husband. (laughs) I remember when, well, I just know that when Ryan and I travel, if we start doing the whole thing of, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? And we're just kind of going back and forth. I just will stop us and I'll say, let's have a snack. (laughs) Good idea. And all of a sudden, we can actually make choices about where we're going to go and what we're going to do. And it just, oh my goodness, makes such a big difference. It does. That self-care, it does. It means eating a snack to prevent that low blood sugar attack. That's right. That's what we were having. Right. So important. And so sometimes I
2: make up a pumpkin protein shake or I love pumpkin, or I make pumpkin muffins to take with me, so I have something to sip on or to eat while I'm shopping. It doesn't matter if your meal or snack makes sense to other people, as long as it's balanced, has real protein, real carbs, and enough fat. So just do whatever works for you. In the end, what really matters is that you like it. So sometimes I take along in my purse uh, a couple meatballs, A few carrots and either a little guacamole packet or peanut butter packet.
0: Easy things to carry along. Delicious. Now, maybe you've been like me, driving down I-35 to go visit your parents in Iowa, and you start to get a little tired. And suddenly you're standing at the nearest Starbucks thinking about ordering a large mocha latte and a cookie. You (laughs) are having a low blood sugar attack. That's right. (laughs) Or I was having a low blood Uh sugar attack. (laughs) Did you know that that mocha will turn into 15 teaspoons of sugar? Now, you might have guessed that that cookie is going to turn into sugar. Six teaspoons of sugar, in fact. And at first, you might be feeling pretty good. But after about an hour of drinking that mocha and eating the cookie, you might start to feel shaky and tired and crabby. Because now your blood sugar has crashed. And you're even more tired than before. And you have even more sugar cravings.
2: That's right. And so when my blood sugar crashes, it's hard to make good choices. Dr. Daniel Amen, a highly respected psychiatrist and author, says that low blood sugar leads to low blood flow to the brain and poor decision making. So when I travel, I pack my meat roll-ups or meatballs. I take coffee with coconut milk and cream, which is, by the way, very delicious, so if I'm going by plane, I might take meat sticks or protein bars with me because they're prepackaged. Um, but that way I don't have to stop and be tempted. It saves money. And also that airplane food is
0: not good. No, it's <laughs> funny when we travel, especially if we're flying or if we're driving, I'll bring a gallon Ziploc bag filled with vegetables yeah just cut up vegetables and then maybe a little two ounce container of some hummus or guacamole or Mm -hmm. dip or something and ryan and i just sit we eat our veggies and dip perfect yeah and that prevents that helps us prevent a low blood sugar it does now a time that would be really dangerous is having a low blood sugar before a holiday party that's right now, how many of you have tried to eat very little all day, mm-hmm. you know, saving up your points so or mm-hmm. your calories so you can just have that nice big piece of dessert at the party? It's because of that crazy message of calories in, calories out. But what really happens? It backfires. It does. And it backfires big time. All of a sudden, you can't stop with just one, you know, maybe one platter, mm-hmm. platter cookies. <laughs> But not one piece. That's right.
2: And so when you show up at a party and you're ravenous, you're asking for trouble with a capital T. So I bet you may eat more chips and dip or more crackers and dip or more crackers and cheese before dinner. And then after dinner, instead of one dessert, maybe several servings of dessert. Now, how do you feel? You feel stuffed. You feel depressed, defeated, Depriving yourself of food all day long is not a form of self-care. We actually might call it self-abuse because it causes low blood sugar, causes cravings and feeling out of control. So the next day, you're going to have more cravings, more aches and pains, and low moods. So how about bringing something with you for the entire group to share? That's an easy way to have food available that you can eat.
0: Joanne, what would you bring if you were going to go to a party? I might bring vegetables and dip, or
2: I might bring, um, tonight we're actually going somewhere, and I'm bringing shrimp. Ooh. So that's an easy, ready-to-go snack. Yes. So, um, yeah, just bringing things like that. Or that's- I mentioned those little muffins
0: mm-hmm. earlier. Um, so those are easy those things are to great take option. along. Or
2: meatballs.
0: Those I work also well. like to do deviled eggs. That's a good one. I think are a great option. And on our website, weightandwellness.com, I believe we have this salmon deviled egg recipe on there. So people can go and look for that. It's kind Mm -hmm. of just the jazzed up, make it a little bit more special because it's the holidays. Right. Kind of. And those are very good. They are. Now, here's another question for our listeners. Do you have food pushers in your family? I know I do. Especially dessert pushers. Oh, you just have to try one of these, or I made it especially for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So those food pushers, I think they're in all families, right? So
2: you mean those friends and family members who insist on giving you all the holiday treats, or I made this especially for you, right? Or maybe your mom or grandma maybe insists that you take seconds of everything Even when you're stuffed.
0: Exactly. Now, I recently had a run-in with a dessert pusher at a church meeting. (laughs) He said I had to take one of his special cookie bars, or I would hurt his feelings if I didn't. Mm -hmm. Now, I looked at him, and because I have enough self-confidence to say this, I just looked at him and I said, you know, my nutrition choices do not impact how you feel about yourself. (laughs) And he just kind of chuckled and looked at me and just went on around the table going, here, who wants one?
2: (laughs) Interesting.
0: But people don't understand that I'm trying to avoid those kinds of foods in order to protect my bones and to keep my blood sugars balanced. That's right. And have good moods. In 60 years, I don't want to be that little old lady in the nursing home with like a broken hip who's all hunched over. That's right. So I am making a commitment to myself to eat in balance to heal my bones. Yeah, we have to be
2: true to ourselves. We need to feel good about taking care of ourselves and standing
0: up for what our nutritional needs are. That's right. You know, I think this is probably a good time to take our last break here. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We've talked about making a commitment to eating the weight and wellness way. I personally made that commitment to restore my bone health. And when I'm working with clients who have osteoporosis or osteopenia, I frequently recommend the supplement Pro Bono by Orthomolecular. Yes, it's a little bit spendy, but it's well worth it. And we know that women have stabilized or even started to improve their bone density by taking this product for at least a year. Now, if you have questions about pro bono or about any of our services, please call our offices at 651-699-3438 and the ladies at the front desk will be happy to answer any of your questions.
2: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. At this time of year, I like to reflect. I like to reflect on my own health, my kids' health, my grandkids' health, my husband's health, and yes, on my parents' health. I grew up eating real food, real eggs, real butter, real steak burgers, real vegetables from my mom and dad's garden. I was very blessed because I got a real food start with great foods. But unfortunately, when mom went back to work, the processed foods went in. <laughs> and, and also when I was in high school, that was about the time I was in high school, when I was in high school and college, that was that low-fat era, of course, the low-fat Era was present. The diet soda craze, all those things made me go off track. However, I'm very pleased now to share that since coming to Nutritional Weight and Wellness, I am so on track. And I believe so is my family. Some are more on track than others, of course, but they're all getting there. And real food is, o- is the only real answer.
0: That's right. Real food is the answer. It is. Now, we did have a question over the um, break. They didn't want Mm -hmm. to come on air, but their question was how much protein a day and then how much protein does the body really need or something about too much protein. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how much protein, as Joanne and I talked at the beginning of the show, it's about four to six ounces at every meal. Mm -hmm. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, four to six ounces. So six ounces for men. Six ounces for men Both or very sort of, active women. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, and then how does the body react to too much protein? Here's the thing. I have probably seen like one client in the last five years eating, quote unquote, too much protein. Right. <laughs> not much. <laughs> Most people are not eating enough. <laughs> right. And really, the RDA for protein, the recommended dietary allowance, was based on like me- college-aged males who were put on bed rest. Wow. The amount of protein was measured to prevent deficiency,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not to support muscle growth, not to support weight loss or good metabolism. Or, a- an, active or an active person. Or an active person or somebody who's, you know, even just getting up and, I don't know, doing their laundry and the dishes.
2: <laughs> doing normal day-to-day work. Doing
0: normal day-to-day work. So yeah. most people are actually not eating Right. Enough protein. And, you know, I don't too much. The body has kind of a shut off valve for protein. So most people aren't going to eat. Right. Too much. Right. That's how I feel. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Um, (laughs) Down off the soapbox now. That's right. So before we went to break, we were talking about food pushers. Yes. And I gave an example of a very strong food pusher who I met at a (laughs) church function who wanted me to eat his cookie bars. But thankfully, I had already eaten a balanced dinner of leftover steak, my protein, a good four ounces of it, Mm -hmm. a bunch of roasted cauliflower and parsnips, my carbs that I had cooked in real butter, my healthy fat to help heal my bones. And again, I told him, no, thank you. And what was amazing was when I told him that my nutrition choices did not affect his self-esteem because he told me that it would hurt his feelings. What (laughs) that did was it gave another woman at the meeting who I know has been trying to lose weight and really improve her health. Mm -hmm. She just looked across the table and she goes, whatever Brenna just said, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) But it gave her the courage to say no. No. And I know that she was having a a rough night that night, so I think she needed a little support. Well, that's great. Yeah,
2: that's great. So many of our clients find that simply saying this works, like what Brenna said, or you may say, thank you so much for thinking of me, but those foods don't make me feel good. Sometimes I've said, thank you, but I have many food sensitivities. I also want to share a story quickly here with a, that a client told me just a few days ago that she doesn't know what to do when she goes to these parties because her friends now know she's gluten-free. So they're making gluten-free foods for her. Oh, boy. Gluten-free bars, gluten-free, all kinds of things. And she said it almost makes it worse. And so I suggested just talking about food sensitivities in a more general sense mm-hmm. so that people don't jump in and start to do that because...
0: Gluten-free foods have lots and lots of sugar. Yes, they do. And as we had kind of mentioned before when we talked about bread, a lot of those gluten-free products, because they're made with refined potato starch, tapioca starch, and rice starch, they tend to spike blood sugars even more. They do. Than like a product that was made with wheat. Right. So that definitely isn't always a balanced choice. Exactly. Uh, Certainly... Is nice when you want to have a little treat, mm-hmm. but not an entire table full of gluten-free goodies. Exactly. But I love that phrase. Thank you so much for thinking of me, but those foods do not make me feel good. That's right. Because how can somebody, even your grandma, want you to eat foods that are going to make you feel bad or right. lead to low moods or an aching back or, good heavens, diarrhea that's not good. That would not be good. Talk it's about. Not helpful
2: when you're at a party <laughs> A party ruiner right there. <laughs> exactly. And you know, we have one last great resource to help everyone survive in these last few weeks of the holiday season. So it starts with cooking and self-care. I have given the Nutritional Weight and Wellness Cookbook to so many of my family members as a gift. It's a great resource. Um, It's called the Nutritional Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Simple, easy, and delicious recipes. It's got everything from cheesy broccoli and chicken casserole to Dijon crockpot pork chops and even a yummy blueberry muffin recipe to serve at your holiday
0: brunch. And let me say that cheesy broccoli and chicken casserole does not involve a can of soup. That's right. It's just real food. (laughs) Just real food. And that
2: yummy blueberry muffin recipe is the one that I take a cup and a half of canned pumpkin and switch it up Mm. with the blueberries to make pumpkin muffins. And you can do that with mashed bananas in there too. Absolutely. I've done that one too. So you may want to try the pumpkin cheesecake bars. There are some good treat recipes in the back. And, you know, the apple crisp. That's a really good recipe too. And those are just kind of, they're in the special occasion section. So, idea is not to have these every day, but once in a while or maybe at holiday time. Or if you're bringing something along with you, it's a great resource to use to make those things. Absolutely. So, you can stop in to any of our seven Twin Cities locations Buy a cookbook for yourself, maybe buy one for a gift for your favorite mother-in-law or your child
0: who's going back to college or somebody who's staying with, you know, your mom, you know, get it for them. I actually gave the cookbook several years ago when it first came out and my mom absolutely loves the egg bake recipe in there. Oh, yeah. And she will take that to a lot of her book club meetings as a better option because everybody else there just brings wine and Dessert, right? So right. <laughs> that
2: egg bake recipe is fantastic, it's, and I've yeah, I I know a lot of my family members make that recipe as well. Well, it's so easy. It is easy, and then you've got it. You know, the recipe calls for spinach and hash browns, but you can make it other ways.
0: You can put peppers and mushrooms and Lots, leftover asparagus yeah. or broccoli or broccoli. You can put salsa in it, make it Mexican. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can put Italian sausage or regular sausage. Lots of ways to vary that. Yes. Now, our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real foods. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Now, be sure to tune in next week to hear Leah, Teresa, and Nell talk about making a commitment to their health.
2: So, we've got a couple extra minutes. Brenna, why don't you share an an idea of going to a holiday party? Oh, you you would put me on the
0: spot, wouldn't you? (laughs) Well, I've kind of been contemplating this one because I know that we're going to a holiday party on Tuesday night Mm -hmm. and everybody was instructed to bring... They said that they were the host is making hors d'oeuvres and then we are supposed to bring as guests either a beverage or a dessert. So in my head, I'm already going, okay, I know that there's going to be way too much sugar at this thing. What in the world am I going to bring? And I kind of thought, well... I could bring some of my favorite blue sky stevia sweetened sodas mm-hmm. because that doesn't have sugar in it, right? And it's not wine. Mm-hmm. It's not a cocktail. It's a Tuesday night, like right. I have to go to work on Wednesday. How much
2: alcohol do we need? We don't. Right. We
0: don't. <laughs> um, so that is kind of my. That will probably be my okay. Sneak it in there, kind of thing. Have a beverage that I like. It's a treat. Right. And yeah. sometimes people do just sparkling
2: water and put a few pieces of fruit in there or even frozen fruit. Oh, that's a great idea.
0: That's a that's yes. another way to do those beverages and make it a really healthy way. Frozen cranberries. Yeah, that would be fun and festive. It would be.
2: That or would. what about
0: hot chocolate?
2: Oh, we now, have great cha- hot chocolate recipes in the office. So if you happen to be in our offices, we have a great hot chocolate recipe.
0: It is delicious. And I believe we are going to be wrapping up the show here If anybody's out driving around today, please stay safe. Yes. Probably better to just stay inside and make meatballs. Exactly. (laughs) And
2: thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful holiday season, everyone. And a healthy holiday
0: season. Yes. Have a great weekend.
1: Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast,
0: please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio.